I used to be completely dissociated. So what that would look like is 90% of the day, I was completely in my head and I literally couldn't feel my body. Like it was completely numb. I felt nothing as if I did not have a body. And then I would have a breakdown eventually because all those emotions were stored up and pent up that I was avoiding by doing mindset work and thinking and finding strategies for my business and marketing skills. And so I would have a huge outburst at one point and go after that outburst, I would usually go into a deep freeze. And so what's happening in those two moments, if you have those big emotional explosive releases, and if you have those big freezes where you're like in bed for three days and you can't function and you can't focus because you're just completely dissociated, what is happening around emotions in those two situations is avoiding them entirely or merging with them. Welcome to Deep Within. On this show, we dive deep into the nervous system, emotional healing, and transformation from within the body. When I started my personal development journey, it was all in the mind, doing affirmations, visualizations, listening to endless motivational videos. And I found that this approach without actually getting my body on board only left me in deeper shame and distress. So this is actually how I discovered somatic body-based healing. My name is Marina Yanai Triner, and I am the Compassionate Somatic Coach. I am gentle, sensitive, and I love deep conversations. I am so, so, so excited and so glad you're here so we can feel like we're together in our own little bubble of deep talks. Stuckness is nothing but an invitation for you to, to create profound breakthroughs not only in your business, but in your whole entire life. And I'm sharing this as somebody who experiences stuckness very, very often, because you know what you most need to learn is what you teach. And whenever I'm launching a program, I experience the particular stuckness that that program is actually teaching, which can be a very confronting experience. But I really want to share with you in this episode what stuckness actually is and what it's inviting you to do and how you can address that. And the first thing I want to share with you is a therapy session that I had this morning, which was all about the stuckness that I feel when I'm launching. And the feeling that arises is that I'm not being seen. And as we dug deeper and deeper into this, it was all around the experience in my childhood when all I wanted to do was chat with other little kiddos, which is what I do now for work, right? It's my greatest skill. And I just wanted to chat with other little kids. And so my mom took me out of group ballet class and put me in individual with the teacher because my family was really focused on the quote-unquote practical, or as I'll say in business, the strategy. The practical strategy, how to dance, how to play the piano, shit that I was so uninterested in as a child. And they really very often didn't see me. 
I assume this is a very common part of the human experience, but for a little girl that was so good at seeing herself and very clear on what she needed, like I was never confused on what I wanted. I was so clear on that, but I was confused why everybody doesn't see it. And it's a very common experience that I have. And of course, it shatters my trust in that moment. I am less trusting of my message and what I share. And I shut down a little bit and I hide. And this is what came about in this process. And what was so cool is that I could feel what my body actually feels like when I'm selling. I go into my head, I dissociate, and I sell from a very heady place that is trying to sell the practical stuff, which is what I've learned in my childhood is the most important. And when I tune into this little girl who wasn't seen, it's very clear that she knows the impact that I have in the world. She knows what she wants to do. She knows why it's important. But she also really wants to connect with her caregivers, her parents and her grandparents. And she knows how to satisfy them. And she wants to do that thing that will keep them satisfied. And in that dichotomy, she doesn't know what else to do than to shut down her body so that she could go into her mind and sell from a very disconnected place. And that's why very often she has the experience that confirms her inadequacy, her not being seen and people don't buy. And in those moments, her conclusion is that this is true. The airy fairy inner work is not important. There we go. This is proof of that. And what is important is going back into your head. And then she goes back into her head and the cycle continues. Ah, It's so exhausting. And this is a cycle that I know so many of us have in one way or another, where your childhood experiences dictate how you show up in your business, how you show up in your life. And then the results confirm it because you're not really trusting yourself. You're not really being yourself. You're not truly putting yourself out there. And then the results are people don't want it because you don't trust it and you don't show them that they should. And the cycle continues on and on. So what I'm trying to say is that I really deeply, deeply believe and trust inner work. And it's been such a journey for me to get to this point. And trust me, there are moments when I don't. And so I come back to this process. But the inner work is so much greater than any strategy you could have. And when you're feeling stuck in your business, it's inviting you to look at all the parts of you that you haven't seen, that you haven't looked at. And that's where the inner work comes in. And I want to give you a really beautiful client example recently that I just love. And these are the kinds of people I love working with. This is a client that was so clear on the fact that what she needs help with is first and foremost to talk with her parts somatically. So this client created an incredible online program that she deeply, deeply believes in and wants to share. And her inner parts, her little girl self, had a freak out, like a complete and total freak out. and was like, no, 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 no. This is too much. I'm scared. I'm not selling anything. I'm not even sharing it. I'm not even talking about it on stories. So we had a beautiful session 
And in that session, we spoke to those parts. We spoke to her adult self. We spoke to the little girl self. They talked to one another. And then in the last 20 minutes of the session, we came up with some strategy for Instagram. Now, what's so cool is that was effortless. That was like the easy part, you know, because when you are really connected to your body and all parts of you and you've really given them space to speak and grieve and rage and do whatever the fuck they need to do because they have big feelings. When you allow that space to open up, the strategy is so easy. It just, it pours out of you. It pours out of your heart. It's nothing new and magical, you know, because the truth is that knowing a few hashtags, a few of the right hashtags, or knowing the right words to say to sell something is not going to work if your body is not part of the process. And think about you. Your brain is such a small amount of you, right? It's, it's important. It's there. But it's such a small amount of you. And you have a magnificent and larger-than-life body that holds a lot of wisdom and a lot of pain and a lot of your past experiences. So we really need to tend to that part first. Because if that part is dissociated or that part is frozen or that part is overwhelmed or anxious, the strategy is not going to look very good. The strategy is going to repel people rather than attract people. And so the next day, I looked at this client's stories and they were just, just full of of shares about her new program and it just made me so 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 happy to see that and just a very clear external manifestation of this inner work that we did and I just could feel you know you know how you could like really sense somebody's confidence it's not just from the words they write it's an energy it's how they show up and I could really sense that confidence so it wasn't like she was sharing from a very hidden place it felt very confident and of course to get to that place it's really important to work on the parts of you that want to hide which is very normal in business many many parts of us want to hide and they're terrified and so we really need to embrace them and give them space rather than try to suppress them further and when we do that we can be seen because to sell we need to be seen we need to put ourselves out there and not just to sell to market to share to coach to be a practitioner you really need to be seen and you we all have parts of ourselves that are terrified of that that want to hide that are not ready for other people to give us feedback to see us to buy from us to love us it's terrifying very very normal And so I want to share with you about what happens when you're stuck. And of course, being stuck around sales, it's just one kind of stuck. It's just my kind of stuck. But there are many different ways that we can feel stuck. And I want to share with you about that, about my journey around it, and what I do when I feel stuck, because it is unavoidable and it is a huge part of business. So I've had a lot of coaches, a lot of business coaches, a lot of, I've participated in a lot of business programs from somatic ones to very heady ones. And it's really remarkable to see how each one impacted me. I paid 
an obscene amount of money to a coach, for example, at one point in my career, who was more about sort of giving me scripts and, you know, things to say and ways to operate in my business. And I'm not going to say that it wasn't helpful. It was very helpful to have the right words and the right kind of mindset. For example, the idea that I am the boss in this business and I am in charge of it and I need to be the bigger person in a lot of situations. That was super helpful. And I will say I've done a lot of reflecting on the different coaches and programs that I've taken. And what I really, really see is that when we just have a script, we can say the script, right? We can we can use that script, but it is never, ever, ever enough. So one of the situations I had was a difficult situation with a client and my coach gave me a wonderful script to use and things to share and the mindset that I should be in. But at the same time, I spoke with my therapist and I spoke with friends and family. And that was very crucial to how I ended up showing up to the situation. Now, I'm a huge fan of words and symbols and signs and metaphors. And think about this word showing up, right? How we show up. When we show up, it's all of us, right? It's our entire body and mind and people can see it and interact with it. And if we are showing up as just the right words and the right script from our brain, people will pick up on the lack of confidence, on the fear, on the sense of unsafety in our body. And so whatever is being triggered in different situations where we go into freeze or we go into overwhelm or we go into a shutdown or anxiety, we need to tend to that, to what is being triggered. And we cannot tend to that simply by having the right script of words to use. That is not enough. We need much, 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 much more than that. We need to engage with the parts of ourselves that are being triggered by the situation. And then I've had other coaches that really addressed more somatically how to feel my emotions. And that was one of the biggest hurdles that I had and continue to have and learn new ways of being with it. So let me kind of share a little bit about that with you because I am so curious where you're at in your journey of emotions because truly everything in business and in life revolves around your ability to be with your emotions. Humans are really, really good at thinking. It's, it's easier. It's easier to think. And I believe that really, you know, revolutionary thinkers and visionaries in the world are also really good at being with their emotions. And it's a very different thing. And it's harder. I feel like it's much harder to be with our emotions. So I used to be completely dissociated. So what that would look like is 90% of the day, I was completely in my head and I literally couldn't feel my body. Like it was completely numb. I felt nothing as if I did not have a body. And then I would have a breakdown eventually because all those emotions were stored up and pent up that I was avoiding by doing mindset work and thinking and finding strategies for my business and marketing skills. And so I would have a huge outburst at one point and go after that outburst, I would usually go into a deep freeze. 
And so what's happening in those two moments? If you have those big emotional explosive releases and if you have those big freezes where you're like in bed for three days and you can't function and you can't focus because you're just completely dissociated, what is happening around emotions in those two situations is avoiding them entirely or merging with them, becoming your emotions, allowing your emotions to drive the show. And I, I believe the reason why it's so hard for humans to be with emotions and to really navigate them properly is because emotions are complex. They are not black and white. There's no one right way to be with them. And every situation is different. And it's a balance between avoiding and merging. So we don't want to avoid them happening, but we also don't want to let them take over and drive the show. Like if we are mad at somebody, let's say we're mad at a client. Let's say a client really triggered us. The solution is not to go yell at that client, right? That's where the emotions drive the show. The solution is also not to avoid those feelings and just continue like being a coach to this client or a practitioner and to feel nothing about it, quote unquote, because the emotions are still happening. You're just dissociated from them. Your whole way of being around them is going to be completely shitty, <laughs> right? So instead, we want to find a balance. So how I've started to work with my emotions is little by little allowing myself to access them to just feel them and notice them especially starting with the emotions that felt more accessible disgust and anger were very accessible to me for you it might be fear it might be sadness it might be joy and pleasure and excitement so take a look at which of your emotions feels more accessible. And what I mean by that is that this emotion doesn't feel overwhelming. It feels like you can feel that in the present moment pretty well. So for me, it was disgust and anger. And so I allowed myself to really be with those emotions. And the second step was learning, first of all, knowing, just the knowing that nobody Nobody owes me anything around my emotions. So there's no such thing as you made me mad. It's I am mad and I need to find a way to work with that because I'm not a child. <laughs> right? So when we are little, our parents help us navigate our emotions and they actually support us through that process. Hopefully, it probably didn't happen to you if you're listening to this. Uh, for very few of us did it happen. Usually our parents just completely avoided the topic of emotions or they just, you know, just went crazy when we were sad and they just didn't know what to do with it. So as an adult, it is your job to learn to navigate your emotions. And so I've been really dedicating my life's work to this because number one, I'm a super emotional person and I feel a lot. Number two, I learned how important it is to have that skill and how life-changing it is. And number three, I never got good emotional IQ skills from my family. So as I'm learning this, what I'm getting really good at is noticing when emo an emotion is arising in my body and actually being with it rather than avoiding it, suppressing it, shutting it down. 
and expressing it, expressing it in my own safe space rather than expressing it out onto somebody else and then communicating with that other person from a very heart-centered place. These are the steps, you guys. They are not easy. None of them is easy. And, you know, sometimes I still go to my old pattern of dissociating from an emotion, which is what happened in this current launch and what happens to me a lot in launches. So the more triggered we are in certain aspects of our business, and each of you knows where that is, maybe it's sales, maybe it's launching, maybe it's being on social media, different things trigger us. For me, it used to be sales that was extremely triggering, like sales calls specifically, and now they're not anymore, which is so wonderful. But launches are still quite triggering for me. And so what happens when we're very, very triggered is that we go to our old pattern. But what's important is to catch it and to notice it like, oh, I noticed that I'm dissociating. I actually have a lot of sadness. And that sadness is not about this launch and how it's going. That sadness is actually directed towards the little girl inside and how she wasn't seen as a child, right? So these are the things that we need to tend to. And the reason that I said in the beginning of this episode that stuckness is one of the greatest invitations of your life is because if you are willing to take your business as a massive personal growth opportunity rather than just a business that makes you money, then you can take these moments of stuckness to help you uncover traumas that have not been processed and so each time you're stuck if you lean into it if you actually feel it and sit with it and notice what's actually arising you will discover parts of your childhood that are still there that are still present in your body and have not been processed when we process something we feel it we feel it and we allow ourselves to feel the deep grief the deep rage the deep disgust, the deep joy, the deep fear, all of the deeper emotions that are hiding there. And once we do that over and over and over again, the trigger actually lowers. And also in that very moment, you will experience that stuckness a lot less. So my process when I'm noticing that I'm stuck, when I'm noticing that, for example, a pattern keeps repeating itself in my life, and when I notice that I'm numbing out or I'm using my coping mechanisms or I'm dissociating from my body, I notice all these things in different ways. When it's a really big stuckness, I usually only notice it externally. I usually only notice that it's a repetitive pattern that keeps repeating. Because it's a big trigger, right? When it's a big trigger, my body shuts down so it's hard to actually notice what's happening in it when it's a smaller trigger i'm able to notice for example my heart rate is elevated i have big emotions it's hard for me to even like breathe like things like that so i actually notice it in my body but typically when it's a huge trigger i notice the repetitive pattern so for example maybe you notice that every time that you go to share on your Instagram stories or you make a live or you create a podcast, 
there are very little views and you feel a very deep sense of disappointment. Okay, that's a pattern. So you're actually able to notice how does the external environment respond to something that I create and how do I respond to that? So you notice that and if it's a repetitive pattern, it's very clear that something is stuck, right? Or something happens and then you have a really big response. Like you feel like you need to be in bed for days or you feel like you need to work your ass off like crazy and then you crash, things like that. So start noticing those patterns. So once you notice that, you allow yourself and I really encourage you to not do this on your own, to actually have support. As I mentioned this morning, I did this with my therapist, which was incredibly helpful not because I cannot do it on my own, but because I live in my own body. And when I have somebody outside of me noticing, reflecting back, doing this deep dive with me, the results are going to be really, really profound. And I do this process all the time on my own. But again, when I have a really, really big trigger, having external support is paramount. And I will say, this is what my new program, Business Bliss, is all about. It's about diving into these triggers, into this stuckness, into these icky places in your business where you know, like you have a vision of what it should look like and it's not looking like that. Okay. And receiving those processes and that support to move through those things. This is so invaluable and it's going to open up so much for you not just in your business in your whole life that's why I call it a life and business program because it's going to show you the places where you've been operating out of survival mode where you've been operating out of this little child rather than this adult and I'm going to take you through these super powerful processes to really uncover what's arising for you, what's coming up for you, and how you can shift the version of yourself. Not through your mind, not to, through thinking about it, but through embodying a new version, which is so different, so profound, so transformational. So I'm going to put a link to this incredible offering in the show notes, so definitely check it out. And the registration closes on the 18th of February. And so the process. So once you notice this stuckness, the next step is to see if you're regulated, to see if you have capacity to be with intensity. And if you don't, and you know yourself best, if you don't, maybe pick another moment. Okay, that's my advice for you. Don't, don't start going right there because you the results are not going to be as deep and profound. You really need to choose a time where you really feel pretty regulated in your body. And if you, if you would like to try, then you can also use a regulating practice. And my partner and I have an amazing app called Soma Share, where there are hundreds of amazing regulating practices. So go and check that out if you need one to try. But when I notice that I don't have a lot of capacity, I either will do this process another day or I regulate myself for a few minutes just to make sure that I'm grounded enough. And then the next thing I do is I sit with the emotions and the sensations that are coming up in this trigger. Like what is really happening in my body? 
And I really allow myself to stay with those emotions and to be with those emotions in my body and to ask myself, when is the first time that I've ever felt this way? So for example, around launches, I feel a deep sense of disappointment. And the first time that I felt this way was when I was a child and I felt a deep disappointment in my caregivers for not seeing me, which feels very similar. It's a very, very similar sensation. And so I go back to those memories and I do a couple of different things. I dialogue with this child. I ask her what she needs. I ask her what she needs from me. I make sure that she can see that I'm there. I'm present. The adult is driving the show and I can protect her and support her and actually see her. And then I could take her into my life now and show her how things are different, which is a really cool experience. I can dialogue with her for a while between different parts of myself that are coming up. And most importantly, I feel. So I feel that disappointment. I feel that grief. I feel that rage. I express it with her. I really allow her to scream or kick or shout or cry or whatever she needs to do. And when this feels really, really, really stuck, I definitely do some breath work because breath work is an amazing emotional processing tool that we have an entire session dedicated to within Business Bliss. And I just really let her feel those emotions. And then I complete the process by journaling and really reflecting on and integrating what has come up, what I notice, what I feel, and, and processing all that in that way. It's a really, really powerful and beautiful process. And I'm so excited to dive deeper into it with you inside of Business Bliss. If you're a business owner, this program is going to rock your world. You're going to experience breakthrough after breakthrough in every session, which is my favorite thing that I see and I get to experience along with my clients. It's so beautiful. And as you can hear, these breakthroughs are actually about you, the adult, leading the child self. And when you learn to do that over and over and practice it for three months, then things really, really shift. You're really able to catch it when the child self feels unseen, unloved, unheard, and takes over. Like, hello, adult self, I need your help. I need you to listen to me, right? And so you learn to really start to listen and to hold this child self, to really hold this part of you rather than allow it to take over so that you engage in all those childlike behaviors of either avoiding emotions or merging and allowing them to take over you. So I'm really grateful that you're here. Please take a moment to rate and review the show that would mean so so much to me and I will see you next week for a very 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 special episode that I'm really deeply excited for and I love you so much have a beautiful rest of your week thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode if you liked it please make sure to leave me a review so that more beautiful humans can get to this podcast 
and subscribe to the show and please do share it with a friend who would benefit. And I always love to hear from all of you on Instagram. So visit me there at marina.y.t. I share really awesome content and would love to hear your comments about the episodes. Until next time, I love you so much and I appreciate you. Have the most beautiful day.